There was a little bit of drama game between Sony and Marvel, but it looks like they've worked it out, and Spider-Man is back in the MCU. That's what we're talking about in this episode of Legends of Podcasting. Now, joining me in the Wave Rider is... Spider-Rob. And I'm... uh, Venom Liam. Venom Liam. (laughs) (laughs) That works. Gwen Gwen Liam. Liam Gwen. Um, Thanks. (laughs) Liam Stacey. (laughs) Uh, anyway let's jump into it so there was that whole drama there was the fallout between um sony and marvel because marvel said that they wanted 50 percent of uh, all the profits to come from future spider-man movies and sony said that's a lot of money uh, so then that reached the end of that and uh, Marvel just started saying, oh, Kevin Feige is just too busy, really, for Spider-Man. He's too focused on X-Men. Um, <laughs> and uh, it, it left like the future of Spider-Man was kind of up in the air. We weren't entirely sure as to what it was going to be because uh, obviously we don't know what the actual details of that original licensing agreement was between Sony and Marvel. Um, as to whether the specific uh, Tom Holland version of Spider-Man is one that has to have Marvel's involvement, which would have meant if they split, is Tom Holland actually going to be part of the uh, the Spider-Man movies? Well, that's not a concern anymore. So apparently they've sorted this all out. And these movies are going to continue, although I notice they will be produced by Marvel um, now, by Marvel Studios, uh, from what I read. Which I don't know if that means that Marvel now has more control because I'm pretty sure the previous ones were produced by Sony with Marvel Studios. Um, I think that's the original deal they had. Yeah, Sony was because Sony still has licensing rights for everything to do with Spider Man in cinema. So I, I, I wonder if they kind of it, it, it seems to me like they flipped the script on this in that Marvel's now going to be producing Spider Man movies. So it will stay in the MCU, which is good. We like that because their version of Spider-Man is still the best they've fought to screen. Um, yep. And then Sony's got like a controlling interest in taking money out of it. So, uh, But they've still got the Venom franchise that they're making themselves. So Yeah, so, and that was an interesting point that's come from this agreement, which is yeah. that now they're, they, they are allowed now to make references to other things going on in the MCU in any of their uh, Marvel-related movies, so long as that movie features Tom Holland. Mm. Uh, if I read I, that correctly. I have no idea what they've gone and done with this. because, Like you say, I'm still not entirely sure if this is just one huge PR stunt. Because a lot there's uh, the wider picture. There's a lot of negativity about Phase 4 of Marvel because they haven't really announced a lot. Um, they don't really know. They haven't re-announced really their roadmap. They don't know where they're going with it. So maybe they're drumming up interest in the one thing they know is going to work for them, which is Spider-Man. <laughs> and it's just this has been a long con from the start. But if it is, it's a well-played one. Because, um, like you say, Liam, I don't know if you've seen an article that says we we had the initial announcement that um, Marvel were going to drop Spider-Man and it's going back to Sony, and that's going to be out of the MCU. And then Tom Holland stepped in. Apparently, Tom Holland was responsible for a lot of this new deal. He went and spoke to the Disney Studios himself. And whether that's how much that's true, I'm not sure. But um, I know from his social media presence uh, over the last month and so, he's been definitely against 
a losing the ability to play the character and b losing the losing out on being part of the MCU. I think he he definitely wanted Spider Man his Spider Man to stay in the MCU. So well, I think for someone like Tom Holland, who he's a young actor who isn't really known for any other roles, um, like it makes a lot of sense. He's a young guy. He's got to play a really well-known superhero on screen in a really successful movie franchise. It's absolutely within his interest to try and keep that going. Um, oh, sure. So that makes every bit of sense that he would be involved in it. Not putting him down, as, as we've discussed before, and as you already said in this podcast, this version of Spider-Man is the best version that they've brought to screen so far. You know, it's um, so, so that's great. So, you know, we'd love to see some more Tom Holland Spider-Man. This does, though, you began to the point that you made earlier, though. Um, this does mean that he could potentially appear in Venom. Mm. So what are your thoughts on that? It's Very weird. different I, tone. Yeah, there's a different tone in film, but it works with the character of Venom because he's more of a psychotic, murdering sort of person. No, not Eddie Brock, but the, the symbiote. And I know mm-hmm. it, the, in the film, the symbiote became more like human as the film went on after he bonded with Eddie, which is one of the best parts of that movie for me. But um, yeah, I do feel that Venom's origin has always been around Spider-Man, hasn't it? He, it, 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 this, it hates him because it re- Spider-Man rejected him and takes on some of the traits of Spider-Man, which is why it's always got the web slinging and the looks a bit like Spidey. So I, I don't know how you, you'd have to work it in very very uh, yeah i don't know how you do it yeah it's so which then it does bring the question of would you even want this version of spider-man and this version of venom to actually cross over (sighs) yes and no if they do it right and i always say that but if they do it well um you could have a a daredevil punishes thing going on here where it's in venom's more of an anti-hero than an outright villain and that's the only way that Venom would work in an MCU with Tom Holland Spider-Man. As an outright villain, he's he's not the right. Uh, he's he killed Tom Holland. So <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the thing. So I don't know. I mean, it would be it would be good to see a a Spider-Man and Venom movie done better than Spider-Man Three. Um, <laughs> Oh, we all know the reason that was that was because he was forced into that movie, and um, Sam Raimi had things to say about that. Yeah, so we know that's not <laughs> yeah. Sam Raimi's fault at all. That's Sony. Um, like uh, Sam Raimi, another reason why their hands they should be slapped away from the writing desk and left to you know just just finance a movie. Yeah, it's it's, it's it is absolutely one of those instances where the studio needs to stop. They need to take a step back and just let the filmmakers do um, their vision and mm. do something that works. It's not always the case. Not every filmmaker you can give that much control to because they will screw. Some um, filmmakers will screw things up. Other ones have got a cool and clear like uh, vision. And when it came to Spider-Man Three, the focus was we need to sell toys, and um, so we need. Yeah, yeah, that that was ultimately what it came on. And they were like, no one's going to want a Vulture toy, and um, which was what Sam Raimi, I believe, originally wanted to have as the enemy in Spider-Man Three. Mm. And, uh, yeah, instead they were like, well, let's bring back uh, Green Goblin, but let's make him fly on a snowboard and be younger (laughs) because that's cool. (laughs) And let's bring in Venom because everyone loves Venom. But let's just really kind of like 
slap and Sandman. Is kind of like yeah and sandman um yeah anyway um yeah, it's interesting you say that about vulture as well given how well they eventually got him working in the original spider-man film from the mcu uh for yeah. homecoming yeah, yeah they did a they did a great job of vulture um in that it's obviously he's, he's a very different version of vulture to what we have in the comics but they did a really good job of it so um i was quite happy i mean it's large part because michael keaton's awesome oh sure yeah yeah but they, they've done a, they've done a good job with the spider-man villains in those movies i mean you see you've seen far from home with uh, mysterio yep. yeah yeah so no, no spoilers if i talk about that but like even even then the way quentin beck was done in that movie was brilliant um yeah nothing not what i expected at all and very excellent way of bringing that character to the screen and now there's another story that's come out last week related to this is that um the next spider-man film was it's the fourth spider-man film in this in the new mcu franchise with 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 tom holland now back in the mcu has spider-man will be a sinister six movie that's yeah i read somewhere yeah, I so, read that as well. So, that's so I cool. wonder if they will be bringing Venom in as part of that. Uh, yeah, because that does always bring the question is just because it's called Sinister Six doesn't mean that we know who the lineup is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, I'd like to hope that we get Dr. Octopus. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I loved the um, Sam Raimi's take on Dr. Octopus in Spider Man 2, I thought it was very cool. Um, you know, especially you see the director's cut of Spider-Man 2 is you get yeah. a bit more of the scenes with uh, Dr. Octopus. And uh, I think that was very cool. I think he did a really, a really good job of, uh, with that. But it'll be curious to see how, uh, how he does that. So, yeah, hoping that well, we you do could, get you Dr. Could, Octopus. Have you played the PS4 Spider-Man game? Uh, which is phenomenal, and you really should. But the, uh, the, the main villain in that, the focus is on Dr. Octopus, and he is... He starts out as the scientist and slowly turns into the villain as the story goes on. That sounds um, very cool. I, I don't own a PlayStation 4, 3, 2, or 1. <laughs> I don't know. Don't tell me you're an Xbox person. This is going to... I don't I, Oh, no, I've just lost half our subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't have any game systems. We, I have an old uh, Nintendo Wii that hasn't been turned on in... <laughs> I don't know how many years. And in fact, from when I had it, I think it's only ever been turned on five times. And so uh, I'm not a big computer game person, but I'm a big movie, TV show, comic book person. Yeah. Well, the, the, Spy- the Spider-Man game that came out for the PS4 uh, last year, it was very character-driven and take- took a lot from the MCU in general in terms of how to bring those characters to screen and do them well. And like I say, that Doc- was the one that we, we actually did a podcast on, I believe, uh, when mm. they revealed the gameplay of it. Because, uh, yes, because that was the first time I'd seen any game footage in a while. And I made the point of, like, this looks amazing. No, it was. And hopefully they'll bring a sequel out. But, uh, they, I like, but bringing time that back into what we've been talking about, the, there was a Sinister Six in that that was a completely different lineup to what we've seen before. So, um, so yeah. the Sinister Six can be any of Spidey's villains. And we already have at least two confirmed, possibly three um, from the two films we've had so far. Um, yeah, so uh, it'll, be, it'll be interesting uh, to see. It will be nice now that we know that all of the Netflix uh, Marvel properties are done. Um, well, well um, anymore. have you seen the, the, there was, there, well, there, was a, there was a there was an interesting news that came, an article I was linked to from one of the Spider-Man ones you sent me earlier this week, um, saying that there, and it, this is all just um, hearsay at the moment because it's not been confirmed, but there's apparently quote unquote people within Disney are interested in bringing parts of the Netflix universe into the MCU for in the future. 
Um, well, that so, was a point that I was just about to get to, which is yeah. that if we're getting a Sinister Six Spider-Man movie, um, I wonder if we could actually get Kingpin. Well, that was one of the things they've mentioned in the article was that they're interested in. They're mainly interested in Iron Fist of all things. Uh, I quite enjoyed the series, and I'm a big fan of Iron Fist anyway. And Daredevil, and out of Daredevil, they were mentioning specifically Vincent D'Onofrio. And if his version of, I don't know, his version of Kingpin is amazing, but how that would fit into a MCU-led, it, it would take the tone of that series in an entirely different direction. But it could work. Yeah, you could absolutely have, um, especially Daredevil if you bring Kingpin from the, um, the Netflix versions of it into uh, the MCU into an actual Spider-Man movie. Oh yeah, especially if Spider-Man teaming up with teaming, Spider-Man teaming up with Daredevil would be amazing. Especially that would um, make a lot Matthew, of sense. Matthew Cox's version of Daredevil would be great because those, those yeah. are two well-rounded characters we've had that have had established stories in, in both their respective universes. I, I could really get on board with that. Yeah, and uh, I think it would make sense we'd have Matt Murdock uh, representing Peter Parker. Oh, especially after the end of um, Far From Home. Yeah, that's yeah. that's something that's something we talked about in our review on the ch- on the YouTube channel. Was um, okay, so Spider Man. For those of you who haven't seen the film, has been spoiler alert. Um, obviously, been outed uh, as Spider Man to the world. Um, so yeah, we he's going to need a lawyer, and it would make sense to get Matt Murdock involved. So that'd be a great so, way. And to be clear, uh, just on that, so he was outed and also framed. Yes, framed for a, yes. for murder. Um, so yeah, so he definitely is going. Because that's why I was really curious to see whether I was really annoyed as well when they announced that he was not going to be part of the MCU anymore because they're setting that up in a really good way to move forward in Phase Four. And if Spider Man wasn't going to be part of Phase Four, I was less interested in Phase Four to be completely honest. Because um, that's that's another fact as well is that it looks like they were they were setting. In Far From Home, they were definitely setting Peter up to, and Spider-Man to be the the new sort of face of, of the Marvel Universe now that Iron Man and Captain America have stepped back a bit. Because um, controversially, I don't think, you know, um, it's a controversial opinion, Black Panther and um, Captain Marvel just don't have the chops to lead the face. So it's what if you're going to... Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel's getting a TV show anyway, so it seems like they're just kind of like pushing her over there. Good. And, keep, and, her, keep her far from the main universe because uh, yeah, she's right. good. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you look what they did with um, Shield, like Agents of Shield. They just um, and that was a TV series. Didn't have any uh, proper tie-in and connection, uh, you know, appearances from Shield back into the uh, the movie universe. So, uh, I, I and my feel on this is that they're pushing Captain Marvel over to a TV series or a Disney Plus series. And um, maybe that's just where they're going to keep her now. Um, so, uh, you know, she's going to have the series. She won't have any more. There, wouldn't, there won't be a Captain Marvel 2 because she has the, series, the TV show. Thank God. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe she'll appear in small part in an Avengers movie. Mm. But I don't see her taking being front and center. Yeah, because I know, I know that there's a lot of talk about the, um, uh, not the Inhumans, um, the Eternals and the X-Men being pushed in as, as characters now that Phase 4 is coming around. But I honestly thought they were where, where they went with Far From Home, they were leading Spider-Man on to be the next big sort of leading part of the universe. So, you know, replacing Iron Man almost. So it would make sense. Now. It, almost, but then he got framed yeah, at the end. Exactly. So, so it's... I'm, I'm, I, that, that's why I'm, I was really... My, my, we talked about Phase 4 before and looking at the lineup, they, they nothing really jumps out and strikes me. It's, it's mainly TV shows yeah. on Disney+. Plus. 
carrying on some stories and setting some stuff up and then uh and then the end of this and then they brought far from home out i watched far from home and i was like oh wow they, they've got me interested in phase four again because this is they were setting spider-man up all through the film and then at the end of the film they give the big reveal and i'm like well how are they going to carry this forward how's he going to move forward with this and this is going to be interesting and then they just announced oh yeah we dropped him i was like no <laughs> but uh yeah and <sighs> i think for me like <clears throat> the end of uh, far from home got me interested in the next Spider-Man movie, mm. but I'm not necessarily interested in phase four on a whole mm. yet. You know, from what I've seen that we've got coming down the pipeline, I'm kind of like, eh, I'm, I'm just not, I'm just not excited about anything here. Um, same as like their, uh, you know, like the Captain Marvel TV series. I'm like, I'm not excited about this. Um, and uh, at the moment, we don't know what they're going to do with X-Men. Um, you know, so there's, there's nothing to be excited about there because there's nothing official yeah. on that. So right now, it's like on the Marvel side of things, it kind of feels like they've done an amazing job with the movies and like dominated uh, the, the superhero movie landscape for a good number of years now. And now we've reached this point where it's like, and they're done for now. Yeah. Um, and they they weren't doing particularly great on the TV side of things. So uh, it seemed like TV-wise, DC has been kicking butt for uh, For years a long now, time. yeah. The, the animated series is through to the Titans now and then all the CW stuff. They, they own TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, at the moment, I, I feel when it comes to um, the different superhero things, uh, movies, TVs going on, I feel I'm way more excited about the stuff that's going on in the TV shows, uh, whether it's in DC's TV shows, whether it's the DC Universe ones or the Arrowverse ones or CW-verse as the CW tried to rebrand it. Um, (laughs) But it's never going to (laughs) stick. But uh, I find myself way more excited about that than the other stuff that's going on with Marvel. And I'm, uh, I'm not a Marvel v. DC person. Like, I love both. Um, you know, pick a side. I've, my comic pick a side. Yeah, yeah, pick a side. <laughs> uh, I, I love both, and um, it's just that right now with with Marvel, it seems like there's there's nothing left to really be that excited about. Yeah, that's that's why I think my interest has dipped slightly in Phase Four as well, because everything was all about Endgame, and now where do you go from there? And that's why I quite when they announced Far From Home was coming after Endgame, I was like, well, and that's what, like you say, got me interested at least in Spider Man because they've set up that big cliffhanger. They've made him a very a very relatable character after the arc he went through in Far From Home. And then they just announced they were dropping him. And I was like, oh, well, that's the end of that, really, isn't it? But, uh, I, I would Which re- then... Yeah. Go on. Sorry, I was just going to say, I'd really love to find out what actually has been going on the last month behind closed doors. But <laughs> Yeah. So that just uh, sorry, to tie things up here. So, mm. And looping us right back. So uh, we've, as we've talking a whole bunch of downer just then with regards to things, but the bottom line is... With this new news about Spider-Man being back in the MCU is good news. It's exciting news. Excited to see what is actually going to come of this. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do now with regards to them, Sony being able to reference MCU stuff from uh, in their other Spider-Man related properties, which means that they could potentially be doing other spin-off things. We could get Spider-Gwen, um, mm. for example, as a, its own movie, which could be then connected to the MCU. Well, they've, um, they've made they, references. They, they've referenced specifically Miles Morales in the uh, home, Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, so yeah. potentially he could turn up in Venom or any, but like, or be mentioned or 
anything could happen. Yeah, like you say. Yeah. So there's, there's, there is some exciting possibility here that we could, there could be a, just like DC is apparently developing a Bat Family uh, shared universe, um, Sony could now, in theory, develop a Spider-Man universe, a Spider-Verse, if you will, of movies. See what you did there. The... It must have taken you a long time to come up with that. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Uh, I tell you, I'm wasted here. Um, but uh, they could, in theory, develop a series of Spider-Verse movies that would be connected to the MCU. Um, so uh, that's an interesting thing that they could do there. So, but we don't know. So time will tell. This is uh, early days on this news. So if you, uh, we, it'd be great to hear what you guys, our listeners, think about this news. Were you hoping that this was the end of this version of Spider-Man and that Sony would do yet another reboot of Spider-Man? Because we're all and, looking for uh, that. Make... <laughs> yeah, because we're all looking for it. But... You know, is that something you're you're looking for? Were you hoping that maybe they would reboot it and do it even closer to the actual comic book version? As we slowly seem to be moving closer and closer to a comic book true um, version of Spider-Man? Or are you glad that he is back in the MCU? Do you want to see Spider-Man appear in Venom? Let us know in the comments. Just look for Legends of Podcasting throughout social media. We're everywhere. And wherever you found this episode you're listening to right now, Click that subscribe button and you'll be notified whenever we have new episodes, as well as head over to our YouTube channel where you can check out reaction videos to all of the comic book based TV shows that are going on, as well as some of the movies as well. Like uh, Rob pointed out, there is a reaction up there now to the new Joker movie, which you can go and check out. Everyone should go and see, because it's a a very Marmite movie, that. I'll say that. (laughs) A very Marmite movie, okay. You'll either love it or you'll hate it. I don't think there's any division, yeah, there's any grey area in that one definitely go check out our podcast (laughs) yep and uh if you feel like supporting us and you can head over to patreon just look for legends of podcasting and uh you can offer your support and uh and you get access to full-length reaction videos as well through patreon so that's uh that's all from me and that's all from me spider-man spider-man does whatever spider can renews his contract and saves lives Yay. In the MCU. <laughs> Woo! <laughs>